This podcast is brought to you by the badasses over at Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Drown ideology in beer. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, this is Drink of Ages radio show. I hope everybody out there is having a great night tonight. I am your host, John Denman, DJ Muskrash, the producer, and we are sitting here at Drink of Ages Pub on this chilly, chilly night in Houston. And we're going to come back again with a vengeance. It's like we've had the third one this season that we've had. Short-lived, but yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, man, just good sloppy nights out there. But this show is brought to you by Roran Sons Iron Thistle, Iron Thistle Scottish L. It's available first part of January, and this Scottish L 7% has a sweet maltiness balanced with a low hoppy bitterness. Grab some Iron Thistle from Roran Sons in cans and on draft. And it's just a, you know, Scotch L. Scottish L's are good this time, good any time of year, but when it's cold outside, that little malty, you know, I just kind of go, tend to go for something a little malty, at least for the first beer. Then quickly goes back to something hoppy, but... What a welcome. What a welcome to the show. Sean Hanrahan from Platypus Brewing Company. How's it going, Sean? Mate, John, doing really well. Thanks for having me on, mate. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's been a, it's been a great year for you guys. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Yeah, look, we've, we've really been having a lot of fun, enjoying it. Uh, we've, yeah, we're just over a year old. We turned a year old uh, operationally on September 30 uh, this past year. And uh, look, just... Hitting our paces, loving what we're doing, having more and more fun each day. I think uh, that's 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 important for us. I've got a wonderful team, and uh, look, really love my job. I've got I've got to admit, uh, conversion from corporate a couple of years ago. Um, I wake up and it's all things beer, so uh, life is good. <laughs> not a bad thing, and not only that, it's your beer. I mean, that's even more exciting. Well, yes, yes, it is. No, you're right, John, and, and it is our beer, and, and and I truly, truly do. I live and breathe and and personify, hopefully, our beer. But just the whole industry too, mate. I, I just I was out today talking to a couple of customers, and and uh, just really, really enjoying the interactions. It's and it's 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 just great I, I love this city it's you know they're, they're great people you sit there and, and talk all things beer and and talk to you know like tonight for example i'm having a wonderful um a christmas sale from st arnold's you know i'm just sitting here and, and enjoying um a beers from other other breweries around town and, and talking to customers and other bars it's it's just it's just bloody fantastic it is. It's a, it's a whole lot. I, I like being where I am in this this whole little thing because I can just kind of sit back and I don't, yeah, I enjoy just being able to drink everybody's beer and not have to stress out about making the beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a good place to be. But Houston's seen such a phenomenal growth uh, over the last couple of years. And 2017 was just an. You know, I don't. I haven't really done the math yet, but how many new breweries popped up this last year, and how many are in the works for 2018? It's just getting pretty fantastic. Yeah, you're exactly right. And uh, there was a, a number in 2017. I, I heard a number the other day in Harris County alone. I think there's 20 plus in planning. So that's just Harris County. So how many of those come through to fruition remains to be seen. But what it says is the the Houston beer drinking community 
is broadening its palate. I think it's embraced craft brewing. And I think the craft brew industry we have here is is uh, really world class. It's it's full of wonderful people, making a, a great product. And I think, as and I think I've said this previously, we, look, we've got a responsibility too to continue to um, make or, or create wonderful brews, and for this uh, for this great uh, demographic, great community. So, with a couple of breweries that opened this year, it's probably slowed down a little bit. I would imagine from. Um, we opened sort of 2016. There was a flurry of breweries around that time. A couple more this year, a bunch in planning. Uh, we'll probably see that trajectory flatten out a little bit as we go forward. But, uh, look, it, it's a great time to be part of the uh, craft brewing community in Houston. It is. Well, you guys jumped into you know, a fantastic building and created a, a badass little destination spot where and not only can you go there and enjoy some really excellent food, but, you know, you sit out on the patio, you can sit inside, drink some good beers, you have a great view of the city, and, I mean, you're just, you're just right there, right on Washington. I mean, it's a, it's a great spot for, for the brewery, and it, what it's done is, is between, like, you guys and hollers right down from you, and, and then, uh, uh, excuse me, there's within, everybody's getting a little bit closer, where, you know, I can't wait for, like, five years from now, where I can, like, Walk from brewery to brewery, you know, and, and do those like yeah, other cities. It's like that. You, know, you go to Portland and and Denver, and and it's just these little smaller smaller breweries that you go there and enjoy their beers. And then you're like, all right, let's go try another one. Yeah, very much so. It's becoming a lot more. Um, oh, wanting a b- of a better word, cosmopolitan. I mean, um, I spoke to John and Catherine over at Holler Brewing, uh, good friends of ours. And, uh, you know, we sort of put, should put a little yellow brick road there, you know, and so you've got to follow the yellow brick road over to, to John and Catherine's or to Platypus or to Eureka or some of the others. You know, Buffalo Bayou is sort of building near us and probably a big facility in the next year or two. And, and uh, it's with the other developments going on in our area, you made a good point about where we're positioned. I'm, I'm really pleased with our positioning. Uh, proximity to the city and also the the urban development that's going on around us. Uh, I think you'll see that Washington, I won't say the Washington Strip, but the Washington area more towards downtown over the next year or two is going to transform considerably in a positive way. And uh, if you have a moment or if your listeners have a moment to, to drive around that area, They'll see a bunch of uh, planned developments. Uh, there's a building going right next door to us. There's a couple over the back. Uh, and what that's going to do is create a wonderful little, uh, um, uh, uh, again, uh, an area where full of activity, bustling, and uh, people can come and enjoy various things. But most importantly, a number of craft breweries and, and platypus brewing right there in the mix of it, uh, right within Kui uh, of each other. Well, it's becoming, I mean, the whole area over there is just really developed into an art area as well. So there's different events that goes on at the is it Winter Street Studios and Silver Street Studios. That's not far from you guys at all. And, That's right. And it's just bringing more and more people, like I said, to that area of Washington that when you, when you get off some of the side street, there's a lot of apartments that have been built up. There's still a lot of space. So a lot of empty property back there. That's exactly right, John. Yeah, there's a significant amount of, uh, of undeveloped land and... We're starting to see that uh, in in planning uh, for for development. So I'm, I'm confident within the next year or two or 12 months to 24 months, uh, we'll see some uh, considerable development in that space. And and when I say development, it's not going to be you know big brick buildings or office blocks. It's going to be really for the consumer for for 
for the people to come out and uh, and just really relax, chill, restaurants, bars, uh, breweries, most importantly. <laughs> yeah, that, it's uh, it's going to be good, and, I like, and it's not just in that area, but just pretty much all over the city. I mean, look at even more moving northwest, you know, in that direction, all this stuff like not like two ninety is horrible, but in that area, six ten two ninety, that whole that's becoming more and more developed and there's little breweries and things popping up out there great bars are popping up so it's just no matter where you are hopefully in your community uh, you end up with a pretty badass little brewery that you can walk to hang out on Saturday afternoons um, and if you can't find one of those just come to Platypus go to Platypus <laughs> <laughs> yep it's an easy one to get to that's right and once again has really good food and beer so that's a, that's a, the bonus yeah thanks very much and and yeah, you know, we undertook an expansion this year, uh, put in a number of tanks, and and we're now in a position where we can have a number of taproom special releases, uh, and we've got a, a number of releases to the market. So uh, seasonals and special releases. So we've got about three or four on at the moment, with another two in the hopper. So uh, yeah, watch the space. Keep keep close to Platypus and see all the all the new beers that are coming through. And uh, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk more with Sean Hanrahan from Platypus Brewing. Um, have some more of this Ranga Red Ale. That's what I'm enjoying right now. Here we go. Drink your babies. Right back. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Ryan with NOLA Brewing. Blessed are the thirsty, and Back Pew Brewing has the answer. Their Saints and Sinners lineup is full of badass beers like Blue Testament, Seder Swill, Ninth Circle, and their new Pale Ale, Evil Doer. Tap Ruben is open Saturday, noon to 5 p.m., with lots of badass beers, outdoor games, and frisbee golf. Food trucks are on site, ready for you to just snack it up. Find the Back Pew Brews and stores and all good drinking places. Cheers. 
Thomas with No Label here, drinking this delicious Elda M Milk Stout over at Drink of Ages Pub. You're going to find it at Drink of Ages as well as many of your retail establishments around the city. It's a tasty milk stout coming in just over 6%. Nice roasty malt flavor, uh, dark chocolate notes, and uh, vanilla is rounding it off at the end. Super tasty. Uh, find it at many of your retail establishments and on tap around the city. Cheers, guys. We are back, John Dimon, DJ Muskrush producer. We're hanging out from Platypus Brewing Company. Sean Hanrahan is here. Um, so, I mean, a year into it now, a little over a year. You said September 30th. It was a one-year anniversary party that you guys have. Uh, yeah. That was definitely promoted a lot more than the grand opening. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, look, John, um, we had a soft open that, that sort of stayed soft we we always had a plan to go soft and then go to a hard opening but we we were so well supported through our social media presence that we said you know bugger it just just get on with it and uh let's have you know it's not it's not like a new casino on the vegas strip we'll just do one opening get on with it so uh that's what we did um you know we're working hard at brand recognition across the city now uh obviously helps to to have good quality beer but you know people need to know the brand so we're in that space right now and and, and out and about uh, letting people know who we are and what we represent. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a unique situation that you guys have. I mean, being, you know, you're are from Australia, so you're opening up like an Australian-themed brewery with different hops and different ideas and stuff like that, and a platypus for you know, the name and your, your logo. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's one of the craziest, coolest creatures on the planet. Yeah, it's a goofy bugger, isn't he? Um, but, uh, look, it's 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 an opportunity and also a challenge, so a double edge on that one. So, you know, we've got to promote drink local. Uh, that's what we're about. That's what the uh, community is about, and we need to be we need to be mindful of that. As you, as you mentioned, platypus being a, an Australian indigenous animal, uh, me having roots in Australia, of course, 
um, it could, we could easily be seen as outsiders and, and not part of the Houston community. You know, couldn't be further from the truth, but perception can be reality sometimes. So we need to constantly work on, on Drink Local. We are Houston. The beer is brewed here. Uh, we have, you know, our team, uh, my lovely wife, our local Texans. So, you know, we, my business partner, uh, Morgan, uh, he's, uh, he's an Aussie, but he's, he's been here for 17, 18 years. So he truly is a Texan. He's an American now, I think. And uh, that's our challenge, is to continue to reinforce that message that, yes, we have that international flavour, we have the platypus, but we, we do represent Houston, and it's, we're born and bred in Houston. Then you guys, uh, with Carrie, your, your head brewer. Oh, she's all right. She's, yeah, she, yeah, she goes all right. Hopefully she feels better. So she, yeah, everybody right now is just falling off with this flu and weird stomach virus and whatever else and it's, it's been going around. Uh, I think that as long as you keep a lot of beer going through you, nothing can penetrate your immune system. So that's that's my my plan. Yeah, it'll be a development session with Carrie. Is that she's not drinking enough beer? Uh, that's right. If she's getting ill. Uh, she doesn't have enough alcohol in the system. That's, yeah. So keep the, the alcohol in your system up yeah because that's what kills the bacteria and the <laughs> germs right. no she's a bit under weather under the weather today she was meant to be here but um uh, she's she's having a bit of a breather and uh, getting back to 100 percent. so yeah she'll be she'll be back on two feet in no time yeah, yeah. no uh, that's that's pretty good because there's not very many female brewers around and then you guys hired another brewer correct correct that's right so with our expansion uh we we have two brewers now so carrie's the head brewer and, uh, and the wonderful Sydney Porter. Um, I'm not sure if she can brew. I just hide her for the name. It's just a great name for an Aussie brewery, isn't it? I mean, Sydney Porter. Sydney Porter. Yeah. I say that in jest. She's a wonderful, wonderful uh, resume. That's but, a, uh, I know, it sounds like a beer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, Sydney is, is... Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. No, Sydney is uh, absolutely fantastic. Um, obviously, uh, a really, really good brewing background. Come, uh, hails from Connecticut. Um, most recently in Houston was uh, brewing in the, in Carbuck and then and uh, decided to make the move over to uh, Platypus. And uh, look, Platypus is better f- for having Sydney in the team. She she brings so much uh, experience and, and dimension in the in the brewing process. With the um, the new beer as well, your normal lineup of your beer is the Bobby Dazzler, the Tropo, Freckle Dingo. The Ranga, the Red L, which is uh, what we have on tap right now, along with the sour that you guys made. Uh, what was the name of that sour? Oh, it's, Pucker Up Santa. Yes, Pucker Up Santa. Sour Brown L with cherries. That's what I started off with. Man, that, that, I mean, that's a, that was a little different from your normal routine, the stuff that you brewed lately, and that turned out fantastic. Thanks, John. Yeah, look, our, our, our plan was to come out with some solid beers, uh, easy drinking beers across the board, and, we, and we've done that with seven or eight that we have our regular beers on tap. It's now important for, for me and, and for Kerry and I, we, we've had this discussion in depth, to, to go wide. In, using a rugby term, you've got to earn the right to go wide. So I think we've got a good solid, a selection of solid beers, uh, everyday beers from our Bobby Dazzle all the way through to our Box Kick IPA and our Ruck and Mall Double IPA. But now we're starting, we've got the Pucker Up Santa, we've got the Rye IPA, which is coming out, the Imperial Stout. We're doing a Gozer in January. Uh, we... We've got a beet beer, uh, which I'm not sure has been done in uh, Houston before. So, Aussies love beetroot, so we did a beet beer. And, and, I mean, I was reading about that. 150 pounds of roasted beets 
in each batch. Sounds delicious, doesn't it? It sounds like something. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see the color of this thing. I mean, it just, I, I'm willing to try anything twice. Uh, yeah, the good old beet beer, look, it, it originates from, or the origins, of the thought process there was Aussies love pickled beets on everything, uh, sandwiches a lot. So we thought, look, what can we do that's a little bit out of the box here that could still, you know, taste nice, nice and earthy. So beet, the beet beer was born. And, uh, of course, we added some uh, sage and rosemary to it uh, just to balance it out. And that's, that's locally grown on the premises, actually. So, look... We didn't know how this thing was going to go. We, you know, just give it a gave it a right raw crack, and uh, it turned out. I think it's it's pretty bloody good, actually. Yeah, yeah. And it's on tap of the brewery right now. It is on tap of the brewery right now. That's right, and it's called uh, um, Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> How'd that name come about? Oh, it's it's a reference to uh, uh, the Office. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the TV show. So, gotcha. you know, a bit bit of tongue and cheek stuff there. Yeah. And they're supposed to be remaking that TV show again. I saw something. I was like, come on, we need some more original content out there. I mean, don't get me wrong. The Office was great. It was hilarious. But oh, I've got to bring back uh, Ricky Gervais. I think he, the original. The original oh, one. Yeah. Bloody fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, there's not much more original stuff out there on TV. They just keep remaking it and remaking it. And even the last Star Wars. I don't even want to get into that one. But... Oh well, back to <laughs> back to beer. Beer is more fun. Beer is more fun. Beer is good for the soul. It know? is. It is. Uh, now, uh, you guys, um, have you seen like in, in the market here in Houston? I mean, you guys are, are really getting out there more and more. Uh, is there some areas that you find harder to get into than others? Uh, yeah, good question. Uh, look. It's a difficult, difficult one to have a clear answer on because, again, we're still trying to build the brand and the brand awareness. Uh, I think, you know, I'm, I'm very confident in our beer and our beer product and the feedback we're getting from a lot of the customers, whether it be north, south, east or west in Houston or the, the greater Houston area, I should say, uh, has been extremely positive. Uh, look, you need to be a little bit selective. I mean, we've, we're still catering to a market that, and this doesn't go just for Houston, this goes for the United States, where there's, you know, it's still a significant portion of the market drink mass market beer, and that's their preference, and that's great, that's fine. How do we try and convert those people into at least trying craft beer? Now, clearly, when you do that, you're not going to shove a double IPA in their face. Um, so, there needs to be tactics and how you. That actually has worked up here quite a bit, because <laughs> <laughs> it only takes one, and they're like, you know, what? this is the best beer I ever had. Yeah, right. Yeah, that twelve percent double IPA. Yeah, yeah, they're probably uh, loving everyone at that stage. But, but it's, I think it's important to, to look edu- educate and and get these. It's not easy though. And coming back to your original question, a good question, difficult to answer. We, we haven't seen resistance, not at all. Uh, but ultimately, it comes down to you must have a good, clean product. What's important for our customers out in the market is what works for their business. I mean, at the end of the day, you're selling them beer. Uh, there's no benefit to me to have my beer sitting on a tap there that's not moving. And I think any brewer here in Houston would, would agree. So it's important to understand the demographics of your customer, what works for your customer. So if I was going to sell to a... To an English customer, I might try and push a porter if, if they have a huge uh, number of Englishmen coming in because I know Englishmen love uh, darker beers. It's an example. 
try and tailor it to, to their demographic, what, what would be successful for them. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think breweries, all breweries do that well in here in Houston, and that's something that, that Kerry Alley, uh, who, who, who heads our sales area, and myself have many discussions on is what is the right product for that customer? It makes sense. And Houston's, I mean, it's so spread out and so many different communities throughout the whole, well, now it's 99. It used to be 610 in the Beltway, <laughs> and now it's 99. I mean, it covers a lot of ground. Oh, it's huge. It's a lot of territory. It is incredibly diverse and incredibly, um, yeah, spread out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's take another break and refill our glasses and drink of Ada's. We'll be right back. Fantastic. Start a brewery or distillery, or you've been around for years. The badass folks at Cast Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cast Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple supplies for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cast Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out, castbranding.com.
Drinking Bages, we're back and we're sitting over here at Drinking Bages Pub. We're hanging out with Sean Hanrahan from Platypus Brewing Company here in Washington Avenue. Uh, just about half a mile, quarter mile from downtown, whatever it is. I mean, it's an easy walk. Uh, so with uh, 2018 approaching, I mean, what, what's on the agenda for this year? Yeah, good question, John. Uh, we've a bunch of things going on uh, behind the scenes where... We just completed our expansion back in October. Uh, Sydney's joined us, Sydney Porter, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, we've, we've now got shift brewing happening. We're looking um, to obviously expand through this market through, through a number of, of different forums. But uh, first and foremost, it's, about, it's all about brand recognition for us. So 2018 is a very important year for Platypus to, 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 to get known. I, I think we've got a good product. Uh, as as many of the Houston breweries do, but I, th- I think we've got a great product, a, a good platform to stand on, and it's time for us to really shout out through Houston about we're here. Platypus Brewing is is you know is a local brewery. We're all about Houston, so we're going to consolidate within the Houston market. Is our primary focus. There's a few other things going on. Uh, we're currently. You know, we have a, a tap room there with a with a restaurant. We've got a wonderful team. We've been working really hard to to increase the service levels there in the tap room, and and I'm starting to see the real uh, the evidence of that. It's it's working really well. Uh, it's time for us to to get deeper into the market in Houston and through kegs and our and our, our, our wonderful customers that we have through the market here already. Expand that. Uh, go. F- uh, in the broader Houston area and get our name name known in that area. Uh, packaged product will be on the horizon. Uh, it's something that we're, we're looking at, obviously. Uh, but, you know, let's, let's, let's walk before we sprint and get our ducks in a row, as they speak, and all the other colloquialisms that you can throw at that. But it's really about consolidation and getting our brand known in this market. It's a good way to market a platypus. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's such a unique creature. I mean, I I, I need a T-shirt first of all. I, I don't know why. I you know if I have. A, I don't. You don't, I don't have, have a T-shirt. A, yeah, we'll I need to sort it. that out, John. Yeah, I need, I need to fix that. I need to come by and get get a T-shirt at least. Um, what you do around. is you get you just get really pissed and tell someone it's a duck. No, mm-hmm. mate, it's a duck. No, it's not. Yeah, it's a duck. Come on. Yeah. That'll get them going. That'll get them going. Yeah. No, but it's it, look. It's a goofy animal. It's a. I, th- I think it's it's a good brand. It, it fits what what I want to do with this business. It's not something you forget easy, and uh, from a brand perspective, I, I love that. But you know, on the ground level, look, we're having a lot of fun. Um, the platypus represents. Uh, it, it's it's a goofy animal, right? Let's face it. It's it's highly unique. It's representative of what's well, an egg laying mammal. It's a whole whole bunch of other things. So we're really trying to embrace that in our culture there at the brewery, having fun and getting, you know, good quality, having fun, getting it out there in the market. You guys were down at Brewmasters uh, this last, well, it was supposed to have been Labor Day, and then it moved to Thanksgiving weekend and all that. Yeah. Was that the, one of the first beer fests that you guys took part of? Uh, we've, we've been in a number, actually. Uh, we were in Katy. Oh, that's right, Wild West Brewfest. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of the big ones that, <laughs> that are still left in Houston. That's right. We we did not join Kima. Uh, we'll, we'll look at that. We we joined Katie and had a blast. Uh, Galveston was wonderful. We're up north as well. 
Excuse me. Uh, we also enjoyed uh, enjoyed heading to Austin for the Sierra Nevada beer camp. So that was a wonderful weekend. Uh, and what Sierra Nevada that did there was was great for the for the uh, Texas uh, brew community. So I just wish that they would have had that one in Houston, just because St. Arnold was involved with it. It would have been nice to have had that festival here. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. I can only uh, assume or, or that that maybe they were looking for a broader Texas uh, rather than just Houston. I mean, Austin's I not know. a bad place to go drink beer. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah not bad at all. Um, Houston's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, maybe we can talk to the good folks at Sierra Nevada and see what we can do for next year. Eh? We certainly had the catchment area. You know what are we? What four to six million people here in the in the in the greater Houston area? Depends where you draw the boundary. I mean, that's an incredible catchment area. There's um, a lot of people here. Oh, what a third or fourth largest city in the U.S.? Yeah, and those that's are the phenomenal. ones that we know of. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's probably like five million people, six million people in the Houston area. I that's mean, right. It's it's, 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 a, it's a and just traffic from anywhere between seven o'clock till noon will show you how many people are driving around Houston. It's yeah. Much. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, no, look, we had a blast. We really had fun up there in Sierra Nevada, and, and I had the wonderful opportunity to catch up with some of the local uh, breweries up there as well. And we, we uh, it's you sort of, you know, a relaxed setting, and you sit there, have a couple of brews, and, and exchange war stories and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, had, had, a, had, a, had a good blast. And a cu- couple of folks that come to mind are uh, Ben from, from Brash, it was great to catch up with, and uh, also Brock from St. Arnold's there. We had, we had a wonderful conversation. So, Yeah, I've had a few conversations with both of those guys. One of them uh, is a nice, good conversation that you actually can learn some stuff from. The other one <laughs> is, is a whole different conversation. Uh, characters in the industry, that's what we need. Very much so. Uh, now, with 2018, like I said, coming up, man, which, which when I said that earlier, I was like, 2018, I had to I actually sit and thought about it. Is, it. is it really 2018? But yes, it actually is coming up way too fast. Uh, I mean, you guys have seen, to me, just stopping by the brewery on, you know, in the evenings and whatnot. I mean, the deck's full. You guys are just packing them in over there. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Uh, look. Yeah, we, we've been well supported, and, and I've said this in a number of different forums. I think we've got a great product. We've got a full-service model over there, so you, you can come to Platypus, enjoy, at the moment, 11 to 12 brews on tap, some uh, exclusive to the tap room. Uh, full kitchen, uh, full menu, of course, and full full-service um, model. So, look, that wasn't easy. Let me, I'll, let me give you the tip. It, it took a long time to get that in play. And to the point that, that I was happy with. And, and I've got such a great team that, that live and breathe platypus right now. And it's the old adage, you're as good as your team. You're as good as your people. And it's so true. And I've got yeah, a wonderful team, and that's what's happening right now. When, when you add food to, to the mix, you know, as brew pubs, uh, you know, there's like, we're talking between the break and licensing and all that. A lot of, a lot yeah. of breweries went to brew pubs, and a lot of the, most of them are opening now just because it's just easier and there's more cash flow as a brew pub at this at this stage but when you add a kitchen to to your business I mean that's a whole nother animal I mean that's a that's a whole nother department with the city you have to deal with that's different permitting and I mean now you're running a restaurant and a brewery 
Yeah, absolutely, John. And I, and I had this exact conversation with a colleague uh, just a few weeks ago. And to have a kitchen introduces a whole new dynamic to your brewery. So, and I mean on a number of levels too. So, there's the operational level. And I, and I must admit, for the first six months, I owned a brewery. Kerry was running the brewery. I was managing the kitchen. It was just... Oh my gosh, it's mate, it's hard yards. I've, I've got the scars to prove it. it. It's bloody hard yards. We're through it because I've got an incredible chef there, Chef John, and he's just, mate, he's just a gentleman. He, he's a good bloke, you know what I mean? And, and when an Aussie says a good bloke, it'd be like, like a Texan says a mate or friend, whatever, whatever you refer to, someone who you, mate, you could be in a trench with and uh, you know, everything flying along, he, he's your mate. And that's who you need. So I've got John there, and he's an absolute anchor. And it all comes back to team. Because that bloody kitchen, I tell you what, it created a lot of headaches. But it creates an extra dimension for our brewery. Now, the other thing you've got to be careful of, you know how you get all these, uh, well, all the wonderful millennials out there um, who live on their phone and live on reviews and take photos of their food and, and I have a thought so the world needs to know. That's fine. That's a different generation. What happens with reviews, though, is we get reviewed a lot on our food and a little bit on our beer, and it's a different dynamic. If you go to a lot of the other true breweries that don't have food or have a taco truck or you know a food truck out the front, it's all about the beer. You come to Platypus and you see a lot of the reviews, and it's like, oh, you know, yeah, really love the food. And you know, we get wonderful, by the way, we get wonderful food reviews. But it's like, oh, I didn't get enough fries. They're a bit salty. And no mention of the beer. And it's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. We'll make sure we don't make the fries so bloody salty next time. But, um, you know, how was the beer? You don't know. Yeah, how was the beer? That's the most important thing going on at the brewery. It is, but, you know, we made the decision to put a kitchen in there. And as soon as you do that, you change the dynamic. And when a consumer, a customer comes through that door, they're looking for the full experience. And so it's my responsibility to provide them the full experience. And that's not just the beer anymore. It's the beer and the food. And so, um, you know, that's something that we had to, to come up to speed with to, to, to get better at as an organisation. And, and I think we've, we've taken huge steps over the last three months. Yeah. Yeah just, yeah, just seems like a whole lot of work. I thought about putting a small kitchen here at the pub. And then I thought, you know what? Free hot dogs would probably be a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> John, I reckon you might be onto something there. <laughs> All right, let's take another break, get another beer, and we'll be right back. This is Drink of Ages.
Are you looking to support a locally owned and independent craft brewery this holiday season? If you are, be sure to pick up a six pack of the always rich and cheerful St. Arnold Christmas Ale. It's available in six pack cans and bottles. Also this holiday season, St. Arnold has their Icon Blue Milk Chocolate Stout and a dry hop wit beer called White Noise. Shop small this holiday season and support a locally owned and independent brewery, St. Arnold. Draft Smiths of Texas is who we use here at Drink of Ages Pub to help keep our beer the tastiest it can be. Properly clean beer lines is a guaranteed way to make sure the beer tastes like the brewery's intended. If you need someone to service your draft system and keep it in great shape, call my buddies over at DraftSmiths of Texas at 877-505-3789 or look them up at dstexas.com. Find them at dstexas.com. Sean Hanrahan from Platypus Brewing Company. I'm John Dimon, DJ Muskratch. We're here at Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive, with the big bear staring us down, drinking some good beers at the moment. The Bundy Bear. The Bundy Bear. That's his name tonight, anyway. Yeah, it works for tonight perfectly. <laughs> at least he's dressed like Santa Claus. He is still <laughs> dressed like Santa Claus. Uh, I guess it's almost time. I don't know what holiday is coming up. Uh, I guess, I mean, Valentine's Day. But that's still a little ways away. No, we've got Australia Day before then, guys. January 26th, Australia Day. January 26th, Australia Day. So we need to get a flag. Flag cape for... Uh, that, that then it can actually be Bundy Bear. Yeah, he could be <laughs> Bundy Bear. Australia Day. Or you could just put some chains on him and call him the convict. I don't know. Either, 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 either. Put a platypus shirt on him. There you yes. go. There you go. Yeah. Australia has a pretty interesting history for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but there was something I had a thought on my mind, and then I started drinking Ringa and started talking beer, and I lost track of what I was. But this Ringa, you're, uh, what what just what is the most popular beer you guys sell? 
Yeah, good question. Uh, the ringer does extremely well. Our seasonals are going incredibly, um, and it's between the the. If you were to add up all the the volume, it'd be between the Bobby Dazzler, the Blondale, the Freckled Dingo, the American Pale, or um, the Ringer, the Red Ale. Yeah, between yeah, those three. I know we've well. put on Freckled Dingo up here several times, and it goes real quick. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's Kerry's done a great job there. Uh, we co- you know we collaborate on all our beers, of course, but you know Kerry's the expert and. Uh, has a, has a wonderful brew style, and uh, look, I just wanted a good pale ale that, um, now you get a bit of a hop there, you get a bit of bitterness, but something you can just sit on all day, and I think she's nailed it. I think you know, just having, having a, back to the kitchen and a brewery, just trying to come up with, okay, this these are going to be our menu items, because I would want to be creating all kind of random stuff all the time and I mean, especially like the, the kitchen you know it's like what beer is it a rye beer oh we're gonna make this whole new menu for this or it's like hey that tastes really good this meatloaf let's make this beer to go with you know and just it would be it would, I'd, I'd, i would have a hard time keeping things the same no you're right john and look it's it's been a journey through the menu uh the menu development at platypus and we've now we had a, a winter last year, a spring, and then and then our current menu. What's important when you? I'm learning this stuff right because uh, I'm in the brewing side. But what's important is is customers like predictability and they like consistency. So you you know so you need to produce not the same stuff all the time. Don't get me wrong, specials are really important, but you know people need to know what what to expect. That's important. It's part of the human psyche doesn't mean you can't change your uh, menu up every quarter or six months or so so look we've got a menu that's that's split between some uh, you know you, you've got to think about price points too right so we've got a number of low price points where you can come in and have a snack and it's not going to break the bank we've got salads for those who care for salads <laughs> yeah. I know I know they're out there, uh, there I know there, they're out there's there there's a few of them out there actually my lovely wife cares for salads but anyway and then, you know, we've got the handhelds. We put on a great fish and chips. Why? Because I don't like English fish and chips. I like Australian fish and chips. And uh, <laughs> What would be the difference in that? Just just curious. Yeah, good question. Uh, look, I th- we use a good flounder fish, but it's really the batter. It's uh, a thinner batter is, is an Aussie style. If you've ever had an a, a English fish and chips, she's about six inches tall. And the fish is about half an inch, yeah, and you got to cut thick. through all that crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, good old poms—they're good at some stuff. But uh, anyway, you know. Um, but you know, we've we've got a, a number of elements to our menu. We we will come up with a, a change over the next uh, quarter, uh, probably about February March. We'll come out with some spring additions. The the key is also the balance. You don't want a, a big menu because remember we're a brewery that serves some food. Yes, we're a brew pub, but we're not like a BJ's that's commercial brew pub. We're a brewery that serves food, and it's a different concept. I, I, I'm not sure if we're the first one in Houston per se to do that. I don't really care, but my plan is that we focus on the beer, good quality beer as part of our brewing philosophy, right? Quality, consistency, creativity. But then you, we're just trying to create a menu where people can come in and chill out, and um, and and it's been largely successful. Well, there's not, I mean, really any other 
brew pub. Uh, yeah, Moon Tower, but they, they, they do brew on occasion. They, they have some. I mean, they, they are very menu-focused. People go to their – they have a great beer selection, but uh, it's food. So I can't – I'm trying to think of another brewery that's opened up with a full kitchen. Uh, I mean, it's St. Arnold, but that's not a brew pub. You know, they have their dining hall. Yeah, that's Carbac, right. They did theirs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Carbach have a wonderful kitchen over there. Look, Moon Tower Inn, fantastic guys, by the way, uh, and fantastic facility. R- really enjoy it. And uh, great supporters of Platypus, so I'll, th- I'll give them a bit of a plug. Um, that's Cheech and Chong, man. <laughs> can't go wrong with that, with right. that dog. <laughs> but, yeah, I think you're right. The, the model, per se, is... Is I, I hadn't seen it in Houston. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just have not seen it in Houston. Someone compared me to BJ the other day, and, and after he got off the floor, I uh, <laughs> he he, he recognised the error of his ways. So uh, when no, we're not a standard American brew pub. That's that's not what we're about. We're about the beer, but we're also about creating a wonderful atmosphere for people at the tap room to come and enjoy that beer. And I think that's a different concept uh, initially uh, I think people are used to that now but when we opened in you know September last year or yeah September 2016 that was definitely a new concept for Houston and uh, yeah on top of it being a, a great experience you guys have some of the best restrooms by far <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever been over there in Muskratch but there, there's like jungle sounds going on in the restroom at all time. That sounds like my kind of place. Man, it's just, it's funny because, you know, you're sitting there and if, the first time that I realized that, I was like, I hear monkeys. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, before it was platypus, I mean, it used to be a nightclub. And so they still had the big uh, staircases both sides going up to the VIP room or I don't know what goes on up there. At the oh, that's a corporate area, mezzanine, so you can have private parties up there. Yeah. yeah. Overlooks downtown and the brewery. It's a wonderful space. Holds about 70 people. So, you know, it's just a it's a beautiful place. And uh, the brew house, I mean, now you've got so many fermenters in there. And now, I mean, you guys are stacking them in. So, I mean, but then I guess, you know, back when it was a club, uh, you know, it was, it was a high-end kind of a fair place to be. You know, you had to wait in line and all that stuff. You know, I never went to it. I don't think it was my kind of music or whatnot, but... Um, but I like what you guys have done in the place. Yeah, and kind of still still kept the nice okay. little staircases going That's up, right. the red carpeted. Oh, we still got a bit of velvet on the wall there in the brewery, just a just a gentle reminder of of what this place really could be. Keeping it classy. <laughs> no, when I when I first walked in there and started belting things out with an axe, uh, yeah, some weird and wonderful things came out of the woodwork. So uh, that w- that was interesting times. Yeah. I bet so. Yeah. Yeah. People hiding some uh, hiding some paraphernalias. I, I, I heard of uh, the contractors finding that in the walls. Uh, we found a lot of shoes, which, which prompted the question, how did this girl walk home? What, <laughs> Why? Yeah. High yeah. heels, uh, a lot of phones. Uh, so I've got about 10 iPhones, uh, all under various dance platforms and whatnot. But uh, actually, there was right behind in the, where the brew deck is. If, if you haven't visited Platypus Buddy, get there and have a look at this brew deck. Right behind it where the office is at the moment. There used to be three... Um, pictures for one of a better term, and it had you know ladies in various you know uh, positions, not not naked, but various positions, and it had all this um, neon lights and whatnot behind it, 
And my brew consultant, who's a master brewer from uh, Oregon, came in and he just loved them. So I pulled them off the wall. I said, they're yours, champ. So I need to send them to him, actually, because he needs to put them in his so bar. put them in his place. Up in Portland. Yeah. <laughs> in various positions, huh? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, let me uh, qualify that. No, no um, of a suggestive nature. Yeah, but... Yeah, only yes. the best nature. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you guys, you're open seven days a week. Open at noon every day, but Sunday you open up at 11 for a nice brunch. Well, 3 o'clock on a weekday. 3 o'clock on the weekday. Uh, 12 o'clock on a Friday, Saturday for lunch. Okay. And then we do a brunch on a Sunday, 11 o'clock. So we have music comes in and we, we, we have some wonderful uh, bands and acts that have come in and just to chill. Again, it's all part of our mantra of just come in and just chill. Yeah, works well. People love it. Yeah. Yeah, well, Sean, man, appreciate you coming and hanging out always. Uh, if you haven't been by the brewery, you definitely need to go check it out. It's, uh, well, right now, for whatever reason, it's really cold in Houston. <laughs> and apparently it's going to get colder next week. Oh, really? You saw that, but it's like in the 20s? 18. Yeah, what, did, what was it? 18? Justin Stapleton was talking about 18 degrees Oh man, that's probably time it. to fly out. Yeah, but I think it's, it's, so. When we taking an Australia beer trip, I think that's yes. what we need to do. I, I might need to head, head home in February. So, um, hey, anyone, any listeners, give me a shout. You know, actually, that would be a fun thing to do. Is because uh, uh, I always wanted to go to Australia and check it out, but I'd like to go with someone that actually lives there and, and knows the place, so that you know we're not hitting the little touristy spots. We're actually going to places that I really like to drink at. Yeah, I must admit, I don't know how much time you got left, but I must admit, I, um, a couple of these forums on social media, uh, the Australian Craft Beer Crew, which is a pretty good uh, little uh, craft beer forum, but there's a, a couple of lads on there that I did my master brew course with, and uh, they're, um, it's, it's good to catch up with those guys and see what's and, and keep keep tabs on what's happening in the in the Australian scene, which is which is going bananas right now. Oh, I bet. Um, but all yeah, the, all the hops and everything that you guys are growing over there. Yeah, true, down in the south. But I mean, you know, we're, we're proud to, to have both Australian and US hops, um, and oh, some of the European stuff as well. We don't have Kiwi hops yet. We'll get there, but not yet. Not yet. That would That's be that would be something. <clears throat> yeah. That, uh, yeah. Anyway. Nope, but if you've never been to the brewery, definitely go check them out. Look them up, platypusbrewing.com, if I'm not mistaken. That's it, platypusbrewing.com and Facebook, Instagram, and all the other uh, social media stuff that uh, I don't handle that someone else does because I don't understand it. Yeah, it works well. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> I, I was sitting there the other day with on Instagram, and I was like, man, and this, this kid, he's like, oh, just push this button, and that does exactly. Okay, never mind. Yeah, just, <laughs> I appreciate it. Let's, I learned something new today on Instagram. <laughs> Oh, well. that's fine. One day technology will all pass us up. As Let's long as beer is involved, it'll be okay. Uh, no, uh, check out Platypus. Come by Drinking Bages, hang out. And again, Sean, thanks for stopping by. Guys, thanks for having me. Real pleasure. All right, you can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by Buffalo Bay Brewing Company by going to drinkingbages.com or you can find it on iTunes. Um, everybody have a safe, happy new year. 2017 was a whole lot of fun. 2018 is looking pretty exciting. And as long as there's not like a nuclear fallout, we should be fine. So, Giddy up. <laughs> all right, everybody be safe. Talk to you all next week.